Blog Talk Radio. Okay, I don't think we have an intro today because I wanted to use up the 15 minutes for news for all you folks out there that are wondering what in the world is going on because it was a what appeared to be, anyway, a coup attempt in uh, Moscow or and uh, by the uh, Wagner Group, and they got, I guess, fairly close to Moscow, and then all of a sudden... Um, they stopped, um, which he had said he was not ever going to do. And so I, I I, personally think this was all staged, as most of it is. But we've got Larry. You've been really following this. And, uh, Larry, what do you think's going on over there? Well, I'm, I'm not sure anybody. I've listened to people all day, and a lot of them experts, and I'm not sure any of them really know exactly what's going on. Uh, but this does appear to me to be a uh, either false flag or a staged situation. And, you know, what's interesting, he and a few thousand of his uh, mercenaries, you know, left, and, and when they got to uh, Rostov, uh, where they took over the town there and an air base and other things. Nobody knows what they did exactly, but they left in convoys headed to Moscow, supposedly going to take the capital, Red Square, I guess, and all of that by force. Well, mm-hmm. it, it, isn't it odd that when they got to Rostov, I heard that the uh, commanding general, the Russian general, came out and shook hands with him and there was no there was no conflict of any kind when they left in convoys and headed to uh, and it was quite a drive they actually got within 70 miles of moscow they were in the moscow oblast or state and mm-hmm. uh and they were never they really even though they you know the news said oh they was under attack and blah 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 and that's that's baloney they never were under attack nobody was hurt no there was no resistance the entire Russian military gave no resistance to that trip to within 70 miles of Moscow. Uh, the president reportedly, uh, Putin, had left on his presidential plane and, uh, from the news I saw, flew to Kurdistan and turned around and came back into Russia. The Belarus president, uh, they didn't know if he was on his private plane, but his family flew to Turkey. And then uh, suddenly the latest reports is that Lukashenko, president of Belarus, where tactical nukes are, um, talked with Przezinkin, and uh, he decided to stop. He stopped his coup. He stopped his uh, rebellion, his mutiny, (laughs) all of this. Uh, And and it's so interesting that Putin, you know, he called this rebellion – and, uh, you know, uh, mutiny and uh, all of this and got on his plane and left Moscow. But they did secure Moscow and set it up for a good defense, which has not disengaged, by the way. But mm-hmm. now Putin is saying, according to the information I've got, is that uh, he'll grant amnesty to all those fighters if they'll just go back to Ukraine and fight for him in Ukraine, which they're apparently going to do. They're on their way back now, reportedly, and uh, the leader of the Wagner Group, uh, supposedly he is, uh, and I use the term supposedly, he is uh, 
uh, I guess you could say, denied access to Russia. And there were rumors he was going to be sent to South Africa, banned from Russia. However, now Mm -hmm. it appears that Lukashenko has offered him a place in Belarus. So, so you know, and, and you've got a comment that I saw someone send, and it's not just a regular comment. This apparently is an insider giving information, and this makes more sense than anything, Stuart, uh, because it kind of lays out a scenario that this may have been a staged event for something Russia's about to do. Yeah, that's what, uh, well, <laughs> you can look at this from several ways. Um, the Wagner Group was paid off by NATO to go in and, uh, you know, try and upseat uh, Putin. And uh, then another, maybe he blackmailed NATO. But I did hear that he had gotten a hold of the uh, um, facility where the uh, tactical nukes were. Held and that he was in uh, had them. Now, when you look at that, how many of them went back to Ukraine? And you may remember that uh, uh, Zelensky in Ukraine made mention a number of times of a nuke, tactical nuke, going off in Ukraine. And the, he even uh, made that so many times that the public became worried and bought out all the uh, iodine uh, for their, you know, thyroid gland, medical stuff. And um, why would he be making these kind of statements at the same time here in the United States? Uh, two senators were coming out and saying, that if, uh, you know, a nuke went off or they uh, took out that uh, nuclear plant down there in the south of Ukraine, and if they got a whiff of uh, uh, radiation going into NATO territory, they they were going to take that uh, as an act of war, basically, and NATO would come in with an Article 5. And uh, with... These guys are ruthless, these Nazis over there. And uh, who knows what's really going on. But let me read this statement that you were talking about. This is from an insider, I guess, who knows what's going on. From recent events, he says, I can conclude the following. Wagner mutiny was very likely a staged operation fallout of ostensible rebellion provided cover for fast military movement with numerous air defense units and thousands of troops reaching western borders of Russia, practically unnoticed as everyone was focused on the insurgency. Without mutiny pretext, such massive movement would have been seen and mainly linked directly to Ukraine very quickly. If I consider that Russia already did some serious preparations to protect its capital, with roads blocked and checkpoints raised, I think Russia is about to blow, uh, about to strike a blow, I guess one could say, 
very heavy blow on Kiev and its forces, if not even further. And all this protective measures related to the mutiny were done actually as protective measures if NATO were, will decide to intervene. If my conclusions are correct, then such a blow will come in the next hours or days. Uh, well, that's a, that is a, a very plausible uh, th- thing, but I still wonder why Zelensky was talking up this nuclear explosion that was going to happen in Ukraine and did so for the last couple of weeks. And then you have the very strange things from our own senators who were talking about radioactive and all this stuff and Article 5, and that would bring NATO into this whole mess. And uh, it just seems very, very suspicious, possibly, on both sides of the fence. So we really don't know. And I guess a lot of people are guessing, you know, what's really going on. But to me, it's a diversionary tactic. And I yeah. think you will find that even the uh, the whole war in Ukraine is basically a diversionary tactic as the WEF and the UN are forming their uh, new world order rapidly and are about to clamp down on the whole world. And they're just using Ukraine to, uh, number one, drain NATO, drain America, drain all the nations like Germany who are supplying all this stuff to Ukraine. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, Larry, it's, uh, and folks, we, we really can't tell you. We can only bring you up to date on what's going on. And uh, it went from, a, well, there's a coup going on and, and Putin's fled, and now there's no coup going on, and uh, on and on and on it goes. <laughs> Larry, what do you think yourself? What's going on? Well, what's interesting with what that uh, individual who was unnamed said, uh, it's very interesting. Here's a few clues, maybe, maybe not, maybe. Uh, It's interesting that, as far as I know, uh, the uh, family of the Belarus president has, you know, gone to Turkey. They flew to Turkey. They're not Mm -hmm. home. Nobody came back. Uh, no reports of Putin or the presidential plane returning to Moscow. Moscow now is fortified, basically, and shut down. And what's interesting to me, even after the coup supposedly is over and everybody else is going back wherever they came from, you know, that trip all the way back down to Rostov, Mm -hmm. uh, the the mayor of uh, Moscow comes out, and announces that uh, Monday will be a day off for every person in the population of Moscow. Nobody is to go to work. Everybody is to stay home. Uh, there's there's a lot of coincidences, Stuart. You know, I'm kind of like that guy. I'm really suspicious of this whole scenario. Yeah. Um, and and but there's some of the clues would indicate that. If this was somewhat staged, that Russia's preparing for something, and it's probably not going to wait too long. I guess we'll know soon. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, folks, we, we can only report on what's going on. It definitely heads up. I would say the next 24, 48, 72 hours is going to tell us a lot. Uh, of uh, unless this is just something, another diversionary tactic for everybody to be watching while the global deep state does something different. And in the art of war, that's what you do. You divert everybody's attention away from what you're really doing. And you got to remember that Putin... Yeah, go ahead, Larry. I just wanted to mention real quick here because, you know, Donald Trump does keep an eye on things. Uh, just the news this evening reported, here, here's what they reported, uh, because, uh, you know, all the mainstream media, you know, Putin was, you know, they were after Putin. He was fleeing. His government was, you know, Russia was uh, falling apart, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is just the news. Donald Trump warns the people to be careful what you wish for amid the reports of the Russian coup attempt. So, you know, one thing about Trump, he usually drops a clue, and it won't be much of a clue generally, but be careful what you wish for. So what do you think? Yeah, well, of course, a lot of people would wish to see Putin dethroned, but Putin's probably the only one that's really kept a heavy hand on the military, which we know is a fact, uh, to prevent World War III. Putin doesn't want World War III. Only the insane rulers of the West want World War III, and that's why they're poking the bear. And as we've said before, folks, you poke a bear too many times, and that bear will attack, uh, you know, the kind of a dead man's hand operation. Or uh, what do they call it in Israel? Uh, they got a name for it. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, but, it's uh, the Samson option. Yeah, the Samson option. So, folks, beware. Heads up. Uh, anything can happen at this point because we really don't know. But anyway, this is a very short show. Just to update you, keep you informed as best as we can. And uh, Larry, final last word. Well, if if I was people, I would basically I'd kind of stick close to home uh, the next couple of days. You know, anything pop, could pop off. Uh, there were reports that. We were under cyber attack the last couple of days in America, but, of course, nobody's told that. So uh, just uh, use good sense. Yep, and the only other thing I have, and I'll get into it uh, on Wednesday, if not sooner, is uh, something that went on in West Virginia with the U.S. military That's very that, to me, is very, very important, playing maybe what was going on with the military activity around. Anyway, uh, take care. Heads up. Thanks, Larry.